word own twice into a sentence. Own? Huh? Oh, I said, uh, I, fuck, what did I just say? I said oh. something, uh, my computer works, doesn't work on its own, on its own. I don't know. <laughs> run thing, run. Alright. I feel like the movies that say you only, we only use 10% of our brain, I might be only using 5% today. I don't know. No. <laughs> Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Do uh, you and Jenna talk about uh, taking out that second mortgage to finance my first feature film? Would you guys uh, do you guys get the pamphlet in the mail? Invest now, get on the ground floor. <laughs> Dude, we're trying to finance a kid, and that's like holy shit. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's a, that's a whole another. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Wow. But no, no, we've we've seriously like tried to do little fundraisers and stuff for like adoption because you know. But yeah. uh, again, that's another podcast. <laughs> oh man. So uh, I don't know. We have uh, <laughs> Spotify finally gave us some street credit and started loading our episodes into their little audio platform, which is kind of cool. But like. We get downloaded to Spotify, and then we haven't we haven't recorded in so long. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this is like the longest I think. This is a really long stint of like not making anything. Uh, like we're at the end of March, and we have no March episodes. You know, and and we missed we we missed our chance to do our inaugural like St. Patrick's Day. We always do the Leprechaun series every St. Patrick's Day, right? Just because that's what kicked off the podcast, right? And we didn't do it this year. Okay. <laughs> oh, crap. That was a missed opportunity to do a Leprechaun. Leprechaun-tary. It's right there. In the t- it's right there. <laughs> Leprechaun-tary. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe that's what we'll do next time. Instead of talking about the whole series, we'll just pick one. Although, we do have to ramp it up because they're, they're doing this remake thing. But, dude... When I first saw the camera test trailer that Sci-Fi Channel put out, I really thought that it was Warwick, and then I had to read on, about it on, like, Bleeding Cool or whatever, and see that it's uh, not Warwick at all. So, hmm. does it count? Does it count? I, I mean, if it's a if it's a reboot, then sure. I mean, mm-hmm. as long as it's uh, as long as it's clear that there's a uh, reset button. I think so, because then that way you can disown it from the rest if it sucks. 
Yeah, supposedly they had some connection to like the first one or something. I don't know, like a direct. What they're doing? One of, you know, they do, they do this new thing where they're like soft rebooting, where they just kind of like they slide a movie into sequels that already exist. You know what I mean? Like, right. like the new Halloween's coming out with Danny Danny McBride's production company, and they're like saying like, "Oh, it's a direct sequel to the original." We're just going off of of uh, of uh, the first Halloween. Like, oh wait, so you're gonna like sandwich in between, like. I don't exactly know how it fits in. Are they trying to do the Superman Lives thing? What was the Superman? What was the Superman Lives maneuver? Oh, 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 Superman! Three and four didn't happen. Oh yes, oh yeah, Superman Return. Yeah, it's like a direct sequel to Superman Two, right? Because if they do that, because you got to remember they already did Halloween H two O, where she fucking beheaded Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't see Halloween Resurrection, and uh, so I guess they resurrect. I, I don't know, dude. Like, I spoiler alert: Laura Strode died in Resurrection. She died at the beginning of the movie. Mike Myers killed her. So, so I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. well, wait. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The Danny McBride Halloween jumps off of like Halloween two, and ignores Halloween three, four, five, six, seven hundred, and and Halloween in space. So, you know, they all get ignored. Now, I can't remember. Danny McBride's part of it, but is it also... Jody Hill. Jo- okay, I didn't know if it's Jody Hill or David Gordon Green. Like, those well, hold on. two are interchangeable. Well, yeah, let me check it out. You're, they, they are interchangeable. They're both moody, foody, millennial pricks. They're kind of the well, same person. Let's see. Well, David Gordon Green, it, that's a weird fucking story in the sense that he was this indie darling that made these very... Not bad movies, but very serious, like, just, like, upfront, like, this is art, this is serious drama. (laughs) And then he got lured by Seth Rogen for Pineapple Express, which, I'm sorry, I I do not like that movie. And I tried watching it, like, four or five months ago, and it just Uh, is not a good movie. Yeah, it's, uh, looks like you got a lot. What? I was just gonna say, that's kind of a low point for Seth Rogen, but a lot of people love that movie, I'm just not part of it. Part of the cult. Um, anyways, back to David Gordon Green. They lured him for Pineapple Express, and then he oh, went off on the no. comedy train. For I know he the movie you liked, um, but I, I couldn't. I didn't care for uh, Your Highness. Yeah, I like Your Highness. You know, well, you don't see a lot of fantasy comedies. You know, I, I, I would love to have like a role playing fantasy comedy movie. It'd be awesome. You're right. It is David Gordon Green, Platinum Dunes. The only thing that scares me about this movie, I mean, you got Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse. They're big whore people that, you know, that's cool. I'm looking at the screenplay credit, and I'm seeing Todd Farmer on here. Todd Farmer wrote Jason 10, right? He's the one. He's that actually, wrote- you know what? For a genre writer, he's pretty good, because he also wrote um, a fucking movie I love uh, called... Hold on, I, I better check IMDb, but I think he wrote Drive Angry, which is a fucking awesome movie. I do give him a lot of credit for Drive Angry. I actually talked to him. I contacted him on his website and talked to him a couple times about Drive Angry. I thought he was going to be on the podcast, but he hasn't come on yet. But that was that was dude, a few years ago, so. That, dude. I love Drive Angry. Like, <laughs> that movie is so better than it should be. That is true. Maybe he would come on and talk about it. I don't know. Uh... He also wrote my the my bloody Valentine remake, which well, that's, that's I not bad like for it's not be, it's not bad for a remake, really, honestly. So, and and speaking of Halloween three, or at least Halloween's in the mix, it had Tom Atkins. Oh shit! From Halloween. So you know, All right. connection. 
so I have a well I mean I have a Google list of movies from 2013 and actually it turns out it was quite a year for movies I didn't realize this little collective of movies came out in the same year you know when you said 2013 I was like starting to roll my eyes I'm like what the fuck was so great from five years ago did, did you look it and, up <laughs> like, it's like everything uh, <laughs> Well, no, I, w- I won't go that far. I mean, like, I'm still, it's not the greatest year, but I'm I'm oh. still finding, like, a few little gems in here that I forgot about. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'll be honest with you, looking through this list, I don't think I've seen one movie from this year more than once. Oh. I don't well, think I've watched any one of these more than one time. I'm not going in a particular order, so um, chime in, and then also if I miss something, if it's on your list, let me know. Um, right. Well, everybody was sucking this movie's dick when it came out. Everybody was talking about Gravity with Sandra Bullock when it came out. Um, I like that movie, but I mean, I'm not. Um, you're right. There are people that loved it, like it, it was the next coming of cinema. Yeah, and and I, I liked just, it. The, 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 I liked, but wasn't like the best thing in the world. Yeah, no. Um, um, the most far fetched thing to me was the ending. Like, I don't think you have that many accidents in space, and you get you you, you get back to Earth. I don't think so. <coughs> Choking on coffee. I wanted some friction, but they did a lot of effort to make it realistic. Um, it's not authentic, folks, if you don't cough into your podcast. Um, my favorite part is when George Clooney drifts off into space. That's my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Um... Pacific Rim also comes out. They got a sequel of that coming out like any day now. But that's Katsu, right, yeah. Japanese right. monsters terrorizing the future, and we got to build giant robots to fight them. Sounds great. First one has Charlie Day. I think they're reprising his role, but nobody from the first one besides like those dude. That I don't know how many people are coming back. Some of the characters are dead from the first movie. So I think it's only Charlie Day and some of the. Um... And so you know, like the back, uh, the the. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm not a big fan of that movie. I did. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie I like. Hate. I'm going to speak out against. I just I didn't warm to it like a lot of people did. No, it's basically um, we, we build a robot suit to fight Godzilla's cousin. Basically. Basically, yeah. Um, but no, I, I think Charlie Day and I think some of the Japanese characters are coming back. Yeah. Or Japanese <laughs> which, um, that's about all I know. Uh, 12 Years a Slave, biopic. Oh, that's the, The Nation's Shame, as they say. Uh, that was a great movie, but again, I've only seen it once, and it's one of those, I don't know how many times one can watch that movie. (laughs) I'm told that's the movie you show your kids if you don't want them to see the, say the N-word. You go, alright kids, we're gonna sit down and watch 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, I'll buy that, because there's a... That's like showing kids, uh, if you want to do drugs, show them tw- um, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, Red Asphalt or, uh, or um, what's the one with weed where the guy jumps out the window? I wanted to say Reefer Madness, but yeah, I don't yeah, remember anybody. Yes, yeah, so, somebody commits suicide in there, don't they? Well, you I might be that. right. I haven't watched it in ages. Uh, I know you're going to glance over this one because I don't think you watched any of the new Star Treks but Star Trek and Darkness where they kind yeah, of redid I've Rath- actually enjoyed all the new Star Trek series oh yeah Camper uh, Dick is well, in this one it's, 
It's the only one I've watched, to tell you the truth. I've never been a fan of the other... Um, yeah. The other... Which is funny, because my wife is actually a Trekkie, and she, like, hers is... Well, she loves TNG. I think yeah. I've said this very thing before. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, she's a she's a Trekkie. Like, she loves uh, the next... TNG or the next generation. Yeah. Um no, I, I liked it, but of course, I also, because I'm not a big Star Trek fan, uh, I didn't have the baggage of it being like Wrath of Khan, because I've never actually watched Wrath of Khan. Oh, see, if, if you do watch Wrath of Khan, you're going to see where they literally copy and pasted, like, half the screenplay into this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. They'd be like, I heard, wait, I heard that dialogue. Wait, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. You know, that kind of thing. Um, do you guys watching the new Star Trek thing? The Star Trek show, Darkness? No, What's funny about their no, Twitter account is like Star Trek, the regular Twitter account will tweet something, and then Star Trek, Dar- Star Trek Discovery will will retweet it, and I'm like, oh man, such a lazy social media fucking strategy. Just, but I'm like, it's literally talking about itself. It's like Star Trek, the main account is talking about Star Trek Discovery. You know what I mean? It's like going in this, I don't know. But uh, um, yeah, if you're not into Star Trek, you, I guess, yeah. It's, Discovery is kind of like an anti-Trek Star Trek. It's different than the other shows, so I don't know. Um, hmm. Has she seen it yet? I feel like no, all, all Trekkies at some point are going to see it. I don't know. I mean, when I say she's a Trekkie, I mean like she's the most devoted Trekkie, oh. but, uh, you know. Well, you guys you know what you could one, do. Gonna be called a, what's that? I said, you know what you could Oh, no, go ahead and finish what you're saying. You're saying she's going to be called what? Oh, no, I was just going to say, between the two of us, the only one that could be called a Trekkie would be her, because um, my extent is the new Trek movies, not the TV show. Well, I love Star Trek Beyond. That's the third one in the new trilogy. It's, that's my favorite of the three, actually. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, what you could do is what I did. I watched, like, they just had, like, the last four or five episodes come out for the whole season. But I loaded a Amazon Prime free trial of CBS All Access, and I sat here for two days and just, just watched like four episodes, you know, each day till it was done. <laughs> and then canceled my trial. That's how you do it, Internet. That's how you do it. Mine's they gotta cancel my YouTube Live and YouTube Red trials because I'm huh. getting rid of that shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the point of YouTube Red, to be honest with you. The only the only benefit is uh, no commercials. That's it. That's, <laughs> and I could deal with commercials. Yeah, I mean, mostly YouTube advertises itself these days. So you just watch. In fact, it. I think we've had it for three months, and I've only watched one like exclusive content thing of theirs, and that was the documentary uh, Keddy, I mm. think it was called. But That's you're right. you're a huge proponent of Hulu, right? You're like the Hulu guy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm kind of evenly out. I mean, I've got Hulu, Amazon. Well, because you know, you got if you got Prime, you're gonna get Amazon anyways. Um, yeah, I guess other thing Netflix, called that. Uh, of course. I have this thing called. Cr- I have this other thing called Crunchyroll, but you have to be like specifically into anime, you know. Yeah, I've got um. I've also got Filmstruck, which is basically like what. Uh, the art ner- or the uh, like art film uh, streaming service like it has all the criterion collection Wait, uh, actually it was 
think pretty badass because like, joined up with Turner Classic Movies now. So now they have a bunch of uh, like classic, like if you want to watch the Rebel Without a Call, Blanca. So, I mean, not that those are my favorite classic movies, but, you know, shit, there's a lot of stuff on there I haven't watched. Yeah, I've seen Azure Filmstruck, like, you know, on my Facebook feed, but I haven't, uh, haven't really dug into it. Uh... Well, what I love about it, uh, just, I mean, I wish they were paying me, but they're not. But the one cool thing about it is they have a great, uh, I haven't gone through all of them, but they have, like, a ton of great short films. A lot of them are from, like, you know, maybe directors you've heard of, like David Lynch, but then there's a lot mm-hmm. of them that are just they'll find these little short films and they curate them and they're just interesting. As you know. Curation would shorts. be... How awesome would curation be as a fucking job? Like, all you all you do well, is sift through content and present content. How awesome would that be? What a gig. <laughs> right? Yeah, you should have seen Dave's face. He thought about it. <laughs> he thought about it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Believe me, I think that job. Uh, Man of Steel. Zack Snyder's Superman. That was a movie. It, it existed. It, it came out 2013. I guess we're skipping over that one. That's Dave's reaction is just to say it was a movie. <laughs> you know what? What's you know what's really funny is I saw that movie like I think I think literally the day before I got on a plane to go to uh, New York. Hmm. And granted, it was not New York, but I mean, as I've heard so many people joke that that movie caused like. 2009-11s just because of all the destruction they do to Metropolis. So, okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, destruction, uh, it doesn't matter. But were you, so were you, yeah, okay. All right, I'll just, I won't even touch. Oh, I mean, if you like Man of Steel, feel free. I just, I, I don't like this new Superman. I mean, I don't like Superman in general. Well, I don't hate Chris, the Christopher Reeve one, but uh, the first two, anyways. They're making a prequel call about Krypton about his grandpa on TV. That's the new thing. <sighs> like, you know, like, why don't we just use the original characters just as they are? I don't I mean, know. Like, okay. Um, I mean, okay, granted, I'm guilty. I watch Gotham, but... Um, it's kind of like um, that, but it's in the vein of, like, a Game of Thrones type, like, you know. I don't know what exactly he's trying to be, but... Oh, you got your Game of Thrones on my Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you on your Game of Thrones. Uh, World War Z, Brad Pitt's in a zombie movie. I mean, I think that's how the movie got sold. It was a again, book, but... Yeah, again, I'm going to be the guy I fucking hated that movie. There are <laughs> movies from this year I love, I swear to God, but this is not one of them. The next one that just this, happens to crop up in the... What did I think of? What? World War Z. I like the fight in Jerusalem, but I can't say... I, I can't like an entire movie for... What one scene. Was, what the hell was that? You taking selfies? Who, me? Yeah. No, I've, I'm, I've... Because I'm using my phone for the Skype, I've got, like, another little mini device... Uh-huh. So I have the list. <laughs> oh, I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> oh, no, I'm not narcissistic. He's sending sext, sex. How do you say the sex messages? Sex texting. Yeah, his wife may have gone to bed, but she didn't go to bed. David's sexting her on the phone. All right, let's see. Let's uh, let me find a movie here that I actually liked. So like, I don't well, sound like it's coming. The next one, you have to like this movie. Uh, like, American Hustle. 
You know what? I did like that movie, although I will say I think you like... I remember you loving, I lo- I really loving that when it came out. I love the movie. I think you liked it a bit more than I did, but I did like that movie, especially... Gener- um, you know, it's just sometimes you gotta throw your hands in the air and say a popular actress is just a good actress. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm the I'm, I'm the Jennifer Lawrence train. I like, I really like that actress. Wait, um, you're on the J Law train. Or you're not on the J Law train. Yeah, I am on the J Law train. Right. Now that she's getting naked. I did not see that movie. In, fa- oh. in fact, I didn't even know that was a thing until I heard her on Mark Marin. I'm like, oh well. <laughs> and I, and um, I heard about it too late after it went from the theater. I'm like, well, I, Dave, I guess I gotta wait for streaming now. Don't you know? That's how you get the Oscar. So she's already got the Oscar. Before yeah, she's kind of doing it backwards, right? That, like, oh, well, we're talking old Hollywood. We're talking the Hollywood that no longer isn't cool anymore. The, the old Hollywood. You know, they would invite little innocent Dave into the casting couch and say, Dave, you want that Oscar, Dave? You want that Oscar, Dave? We're gonna make you a star. We're gonna make you a star, Dave. <laughs> uh, I know the next movie you're gonna absolutely hate, and I hate it with a passion. And I only like one of the movies in this series, and they, you know, we can maybe talk about why. But Thor: The Dark World, which is Thor Part Two, came out in 2013. Thor's still it. fighting his brother, and there's some bad elves. He's got to go fight them, and. There's a rock guy in that movie, and he smashes him. There's a rock guy in part three, and the rock guy in part three is actually from a Planet Hulk comic book, but they changed the storyline and threw Thor in the middle of it, and uh, um, I don't know. The third Thor is kind of like unique because it's completely separate from the bullshit that happened in the first two Thors, and um, it has a good sense of humor, but they decided to go outside the box, and they got a really good... Um, what Taika? Taika Watiti. Yeah, Watiti. You know, they got they got him in there. You know, and he's uh, hamming it up like Flight of the Concord style comedy. You know, so because everyone's interesting. I've watched it like four times. I own the digital copy. I haven't bought the DVD yet, but I, I'm gonna. Um. Uh, oh, here's a movie I loved. Like genuinely, I've watched it. Oh. oh, I take that back. Here's another. Here is a movie I've watched more than once. What's that? Um, this is the end. Oh, <laughs> see, that's much further on my down my list, but it's it's on here. Yeah, so this is the end. Is literally Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, um, Franco, Craig McBride, something. What's Craig's last name? Um, Danny Freud. Danny McBride, but Craig, what's the Craig guy's name? He's on The Office. Oh, Craig Robinson. Yeah, you got Craig Robinson. So a group of, group of friends, group of actors that have been in everybody's movies. Um, most of their fr- other friends die, industry friends die in the beginning, like NZ Zanzari and Michael Sarah. Yeah, the Dale. apocalypse coming. Yeah. They even had, um, what's his name, who played the elf in The Santa Claus, and he was in... Um, Oh, uh, David Crumholt? Yeah, Crumholt. The Holtz, as they call him. They had him included, and I didn't really know he was in their circle of friends, but apparently so, but he dies in the beginning, too. But anyway, it's post-apocalyptic Los Angeles for you, and it's, you know, I want some of that Milky Way. Well, I'll be pretty sad if I didn't <laughs> oh, get, get a piece of that Milky I'll be Way. Asked. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, I like that movie. Um, it, it just, you know, comedy subjective, just sometimes things just hit you the right way. 
Like um, Iron Man 3? I liked Iron Man 3, although, I mean, uh, you know, as much as Pete, I don't know. Yeah, I just realized I'm just not, uh, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm just not a Marvel, I'm just, I'm kind of just not a superhero movie guy anymore. I'm just not there. Uh, the genre is pretty tired anyway. Um, I mean, like, yeah. You got The Conjuring. Come on, original Conjuring comes out in 2013. Everybody's watching that. That is the one movie, like, um, I don't know, James Wan, I think that's the first movie where he finally, like, got it completely right like i know people love those insidious mm-hmm. movies and um a couple other things he's done but like i really think he's been a pretty terrible director up until this movie like he can never get uh at good performances out of actors i think this is the first one where they didn't sound like they were reading like from a script reciting lines yeah that's the thing he's not really creating um substance i mean uh, more of a technician, but it's kind of like we were just talking about comic book movies. He's kind of like got the comic book movie of the horror genre right now, you know? Right, yeah, the uh, the Conjuring verse because now they're doing so. Of course, there's the the Conjuring and Conjuring Two, and then there's Annabelle and Annabelle Creation. Now they're doing. I think is it this summer that the Nun comes out? Yeah, the Nun's coming out real soon, but the Nun keeps popping up in all the other movies. Um, Annabelle is sitting in the other movies too, but. Annabelle Creations or whatever, that movie, like, takes it to a whole yeah. a weird, a whole fucking weird element to the fucking doll that's fucking insane. Like That that was a little movie that I did not, like, when I heard they were coming out with a sequel to Annabelle, which the, that, the original Annabelle was eh, meh, like, it was harmless, but yeah, it wasn't anything. Yeah, it's a weird the, situation, the yeah. The, the second one's better. Way better. Whoa. Well, it's kind of like, um, uh, did you did you see the Ouija movies? Yeah, I did. Because that's the same situation. The second one on that picked up. Yeah, that's kind of true. Because you get to see the backstory of like what sets up the demon for the first movie or whatever. Um, right, but I mean, just in, just in terms of the movie, it was just way better. Yeah, you get the last entry in the Coronado trilogy from. Um, Jeez, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And, yeah, Nick Frost. You got the World's End where, I don't know, very depressed emo Simon Pegg wants to reunite with his high school friends to finish a pub tour where they got to go to bar to bar to bar, but his hometown is invaded by aliens. Like, <laughs> yeah, aliens. So yeah, this is um, this is definitely the the weakest leg of the uh, of the bar stool for this series. Um, I don't dislike it, but it's uh, like it, it's not going to be rewatchable like uh, Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. Like I'll I'll throw those on any day over World's End. I've watched a lot of Hot Fuzz. It keeps cropping up in my list on on Netflix, and sometimes I can't find anything. I just have to have my defaults. Where I'm like, well, shit, oh, yeah. you know, it's getting too late. It's two o'clock in the morning. It's like gotta watch something. <laughs> um, uh, Hot Fuzz. So. Yeah. You got a dangerous uh, crime drama that comes out in 2013 called Prisoners, which I guess is supposedly a remake from a ah. French movie. Yeah, you forgot you that, didn't you? You forgot that one came out, didn't you? I saw your eyebrows. No, I didn't, actually. Oh, I've been did. waiting for a chance to talk about it. That's All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the people. Have... Tell the people. So I'm not going to tell you much about the plot because mm. go watch it for yourself. But um... Yeah, this would suck. If we spoiled this one, we'd just be assholes. If we told people what happened. No, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to give anything about the plot other 
and this is in the trailer. This is like n- not quite the first act. This is the inciting incident. So uh, basically, uh, Hugh Jackman's daughter goes missing, and he's on the hunt, and he just becomes the uh, the ven- the parent that has to find his daughter. And it just goes crazy from there. Um, but it also doesn't it happen I, I, on like Thanksgiving dinner or something. It happens like a holiday dinner, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Things now. I I never like I I never would say a stupid term like this genuinely, but like I remember when I saw it in theaters. Uh, like I was actually there was like it was so tense. There were moments where I was like ripping my armrest because like you know hey good director man. Um, the other new he just did the new Blade Runner. Um, mm. but I, there, it is a tense movie. Like you genuinely were tense and that's like kind of rare in movies nowadays. Huh. You got this other movie that Kevin Smith raves about called Blue is the Warmest Color. Came out. I still haven't gotten watching that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing. It's a love affair between Did you teen, stop at the girl. scene? Is that what you're telling me? What? Did I stop at the scene? The famous scene? Dave's implying a master insert masturbation joke from David, basically, is what he's saying. Um, the Wolverine comes out, which is, again, another X-Men movie. Again, another freaking Hollywood superhero situation. Um, it's I'll, cool to see... What? what? Although, I was going to say, I like that. I like the... Even though I'm just saying, talk shit about Marvel movies and <laughs> X-Men, I've always said the X-Men movies are the ones I still go see. So, huh. I won't see most superhero movies. Well, I mean, um, the Wolverine is kind of like what's supposed to be the ending to Wolverine's career, but then they obviously made James Mangold's Logan, which came out a couple of years ago. So, well, this was uh, the Wolverine was also James Mangold, I do believe. Was it? Um, but it was cool to see Wolverine in Japan fighting with samurais. You know, it seemed kind of a. I don't know, but it's like another origin story for Wolverine, and they just had an origin movie because they had literally Wolverine Origins or something. But it, what's weird about that movie is. That teased Deadpool. It teased Deadpool's whole situation, you know? And now you have Deadpool, and Deadpool 2 is about to come out. Um, not the Wolverine, but, I mean, you know, Wolverine Origins is, is the one that teased Deadpool, so. Um, right. And now that's oh, not, that movie's of, not even canon anymore, but, anymore. What's that? The Wolverine Origins is no longer a part of the canon, you know? So... I don't don't even remember hating that movie, but again, you know, some internet nerds take it too far. (laughs) Here's a movie that Um, David told me to watch, but I never watched it. It was All is Lost. He told me it would be up my alley or something, but I actually never... I'm kind of tired of Redford. Like, I haven't enjoyed him for, like, more than ten years, so I don't know. You need to watch that fucking movie. Like, (laughs) he will change your mind. Oh, man. Like, because, like, literally... It's an actor's movie because he he only has like maybe less than ten lines of dialogue in the movie. It's almost like oh, a silent man. film. That's interesting. You know what, dude? Um, I'm writing an actor's movie right now. I've all I talk we talk about this all the time. Like I talk about five easy pieces all the time. Like I talk about the '70s being a decade where they just hung out with the characters, and the plot was how these people got through their fucking day, not like. That a giant monster was gonna fucking <laughs> blow them up, you know, eat them or something, you know, or or like they need to power up to save the day, or you know, giant transformers are running down the street. It's just like, no, your day sucks. 
you can't get a gallon of milk and this is why and this is why it sucks you know what I mean, you know what I mean? like and, and right. do that for 90 minutes and like uh I, well, there's like a. I've only seen that movie once, but I mean, there's um, there's a shit that's gonna stick in your head. Like, of course, the famous uh, uh, chick, t- uh, chicken salad scene, or the um, mm. the one that always sticks in my head is when he like hops on the back of that moving truck and just starts playing the piano just for the fuck of it because he's tired of being in traffic. <laughs> well, I mean, he has this asshole scene. He he like fucking loses his shit. Yeah, you're talking about the chicken salad. He like loses his. Like, he just fucking loses it in a diner. Uh, people do it all the time, though. People are fucking losing it at McDonald's left and right now. <laughs> um, although, although you know, here's the funny thing about that. Like, a side note, you talk about people go, losing it at McDonald's. So, like, without getting too much off onto a side note, um, the type of work I do, like, I've become super empathetic lately. Just because, like, I see people in dire situations a lot of times. Yeah, fucking the world. Yeah, shit sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so in any, so in any case, like my, for lack of a better term, my my empathy level or my empathy levels are very fine tuned, finely tuned right now. Hmm. So, like once in a while, like I'm sorry, I'm just like any other modern person. Like, I um, sometimes you want a dumb laugh, and you'll find like these compilations on YouTube of like people losing their shit at McDonald's or like, you know, angry mm-hmm. customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not finding those that funny anymore because like, yeah, it's funny for a moment or two because somebody's yelling about their chicken McNuggets, but like, I see like real pain in people's faces. Like it's not about the chicken McNuggets. It's about like, they've got a shitty life or they've got a shitty situation and you're just, you fucked up one little thing and like, they're just ready to go off. Like, yeah. And it's like the whole, and, and it's like, that's not the worst part of the day. Like something happened to them that day and all they wanted right. was a fucking hamburger to come out the right way. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I'm not, ex- I'm not excusing their behavior, but yeah. I'm like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, how did they get there? How did they get to that point, right? Right. You could make a movie that examines how somebody gets to that fucking point, really, honestly. Um, I mean, I get to that, like, I'm, I'm like, coming to terms, like, with, uh, like, I, I might have anger management issues, like, I gotta sort out, you know really? what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that, like, I'm a rageaholic at work or, like, I go off on people, but, like, I find that, like, I store up my rage and then it comes out in the wrong places. So, you know. Yeah, I think that's uh, the trap of the beta male is you, you got a little tiny alpha inside of you. And if you don't have a proper outlet, that thing's going to snap back like a dragon one day. That's what it is. Right. You know? I mean, it's not like I'm punching walls or anything like that, but it's just, you know. Eh. Well, it's like, do you remember that show, um, Delocated? Yeah, yeah. Remember how he, uh, he opens, um, the store where all you do is like, what was that store? Rage Depot or I something? I don't know if I watched the whole series, so I may not have seen that one. I don't know. Well, basically, he opens a store where all you do is you take out your frustration by bas- taking a baseball bat to like a bunch of old appliances, right? Same. Token. That's actually kind of a smart. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you could sustain a business, but yeah. Hey, Danny, yeah, I'm I talking to the game about how McDonald's screws up the hamburger. <laughs> he can hear you. You can say hi. He'll hear you. Uh, His wife said hi to me. Hello, sir. She's, Hello. Here. She's in the kitchen. 
She's got a slip on and a thing of peanut butter in her hand. Something might be happening in a few minutes, Dave. I'm screwing you. <laughs> That's how it starts. That's exactly how it starts. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Oh, man, I missed that. That's early Family Guy. That's not even a watchable show anymore, man. Um, well, I don't know. I just watched uh, this week's episode tonight, and if I were to watch base the last five years off of that, then I'd say, yeah, it's unwatchable, but I still get a laugh. I still get some laughs out of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not, I mean, but it's, it's, a, it's just going through its Simpsons phase. Like, now they're kind of running out of steam. Huh. Well, I mean, they've been running out of steam for a while, but... The best stuff for me is when, uh, like, Stewie and the dog and the time machine episodes. Yeah, I like those. Although, you know what? Uh, American Dad, I still think, is pretty relevant. And uh, huh. the the TV, I don't know, dude. The writing has changed since it went to TVS. They, so I, will, I will give you this. They're a little free, more, more free-flying with, like, uh, some of the cuss words, which... Uh, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes I think better comedy comes from restrictions. All, my favorite American Dad was the Halloween episode where they put a bunch of serial killers in the house and then as like attraction. <laughs> yeah, dude. Then they get loose, right? And, so then, this, and then there's the Krampus episode, which is like one of the oh. best uh, Christmas episodes. Honestly, them doing the Krampus episode is what might have brought Krampus into the mainstream for everything else. The toys, the movies, like all the other pop culture, you know? Right. I don't, yeah. Um, and then, of course, South Park is still pretty, uh... I... I, I haven't watched South Park I mean, since they did an episode, um... Which one do I like? I like the one where they're making fun of the Warcraft... And the internet being out everywhere, and it's like a grapes of grapes of wrath, where they gotta go. Dude, uh, are, that's like like thirteen, fourteen years old. At well, this point. I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything like anything new for South Park. So there, no. I mean, uh, granted, you haven't watched it for a while, but no, it's still they it still holds up, and I think it's probably because they they were smart enough to realize like. We can't keep running this train this fast forever, so they like cut back to ten episodes a season, which I think has probably well, worked out for the best. My so dumb it's so dumb it's smart cartoon. My default right now is uh, Rick and Morty, but apparently they're uh, having problems okay. with the new season. Well, they're the creators are kind of fighting or something, and they don't have a contract for another season. So. I think. I mean, I think they're just building the press, you know, the, or the um, entertainment media is probably just um, making a, mole, a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, think of every time they say, "Oh, well, this uh, Star Wars movie has to do a reshoot." That's yeah. fucking common practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just the big one when that happens. They try to like make uh, get drama. The exception out of, it. of um, the guy playing the young Han Solo was in a Coen Brothers movie. Playing a guy that oh, could yeah. not act, right? He was playing a guy that couldn't act, and so you go, did the Coen Brothers cast a guy because he can't act? Because he's playing a guy that can't act, and it'd be easier to cast a guy that can't act to play a guy that can't act because that's what you're trying to capture on screen, right? Or, uh, I mean, <laughs> movies typically don't hire acting coaches to come to the set to work with your actor. Usually, that happens like before. 
You know? Alright. The trailers are good, but it's more about Lando. It's not even really about Han Solo. It's got, because it's got, um, what's his name in it? Um, Donald Glover, who's doing Atlanta, who was on Community. Right. And his Lando looks incredible, so I mean, if anything, I'm buying a ticket to go see Lando and not see Han Solo. Um, you know, I just saw the trailer again. I was, I think it was last night somewhere. Um, no, I, I think it looks great. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've been happy with all the new Star Wars movies. I know, I know you don't like <laughs> Careful Last Jedi. It's pretty evenly split, though. Like they're gonna make me grind my I, teeth. That's all right. That's a debate for another day. But I, I don't know. I've enjoyed all the Star Wars, the new uh, series so far. I mean, Rogue One was pretty great. I and, like Rogue uh, One. I know people that don't watch it though. What's that? I said, but some people I've talked to don't like it. Surprisingly, Rogue One is kind of like an anti. Again, when I was talking about anti Star Trek, Star Trek, you know, like the new ones try to bring in new people, right? They they don't have to worry about converting the fans that already exist, right? So Rogue One is right. kind of like a movie for people that that's like an entry into Star Wars for newbies, you know. And right. it's like it's a good entry. Um, it does change the whole setup of what happens in the first movie about how they get. It's a conceit. The um, the Death Star is a giant space station in the first movie, and it's like the most powerful weapon of the bad guys. How they came to get the plans. Um, the, how how they smuggled the plans out for the espionage to be able to take that thing down is not the same. Rogue One changes the origin story of how they got the plans. So to hardcore fans, they're going, "Well, we were already told it happened this way, right?" Mm. And then, but people are like, "Well, maybe it's a cover story. Maybe they blah 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 blah." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, or they didn't have to change that element in the first. I don't know. It goes on and on and on. You know, but that's the problem with putting movies, new movies in that happened before older movies instead of just, like, writing movies that happen afterwards because you can do whatever you want. Case in point, they just did. Last Jedi doesn't fucking... It does whatever it fucking wants. So... <laughs> oh, man. He, he he laughed so hard at me, he tilted his head back, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. It's, it's fine. It's like... It, <laughs> I, I fucking love the movie. Like, I, I get people have problems with it, uh, but... Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's it's pretty evenly split. Like, if you, even if you look at uh, the Rotten Tomato audience score, I mean, now granted it's a it's at forty eight percent, but you know they've even said there's a lot of bots giving bad reviews just because nerds are pissed off at it. So. The same bots that elected Trump are dissing Last Jedi. I guess is there a correlation? I don't know. Um. Wolf of Wall Street. Is that a long long way of getting around to Coen Brothers' Inside Lou and Davis from 2013? Uh, Is that on on here? We're not there yet. (laughs) I didn't get that far. I love that movie. I really love that movie. Speaking of a star, and also, what's his name is in it? That's Um, just a hangout movie. That's like just, this guy, he's miserable. He loses his apartment. He's got a cat. His... Music partner's dead. Well, it's not even his. It's not even his cat. It's his burden. Like some guy <laughs> left it with him to watch after. <laughs> which, which that just says it all right there. Like he doesn't even. He doesn't even have a companion that wants him. It's just. It's just kind of there. Oh, that's <laughs> or his funny. Burden. I was um, name dropping Wolf of Wall Street, but we didn't get to it because we were still talking about Star Wars. But um, 
I, no, I love Wolf. I mean, well, I shouldn't say I love Wolf of Wall Street. I, I love parts of it. Oh, I like the whole movie, man. I love I love this fucking movie. I really do. I've been trying to get Diane to watch it with me forever, but uh, we haven't got around to it. It's three hours long, but whatever. I mean, like, watching big money Wall Street happen at the time where it was, like, prime time for that shit to happen and watching how these guys operated and all this stuff... I mean, I don't think Jordan Belfort needs any more money. Nobody needs to really bail him out. But, uh, you know, DiCaprio didn't win. This is the movie he should have won for, right? He won for some stupid movie where he gets raped by a bear. But he should have won for this movie. Fucking raped by a bear. Oh, he got that. (laughs) That's a sex scene, David. Um, (laughs) Wolf of Wall Street is incredible. Everybody should see it. Um, It is a good movie. I just wish it was like a half hour shorter, but I still love it. It's... um, yeah, it's basically the fucking Goodfellas of Wall Street. That's all. That's basically it in a nutshell. Huh. Captain Phillips. You got Tom Hanks taking on some Molly Pirates. Based on a real um, guy who made terrible decisions as a captain. <laughs> I, you know, um, I really... I, I, I remember enjoying that movie, but nothing really sticks out except... Except that final scene, or one of the last scenes with Tom Hanks, where like he still has spoiler alert, he still has like the blood of uh, one of the Somali pirates that was shot in front of him on his face, and he's just in pure shock. Like hmm. I, 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 like that is a fucking performance right there. I don't know if you remember that at all. I don't remember that part. No. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean. Tom Hanks doesn't need any more Oscars, but I mean, he did. He did a great job in that. I didn't uh, see movie. Fruitvale Station, but I hear a lot of people talking about it all the time. So I, I like it. Um, that's a. I wish Ryan Coogler would stop making big budget movies that everybody's sucking their dick over, and it's not as fucking great as everybody makes it out to be. <coughs> um, anyways, the word of the um, day is dick. <laughs> We've said that quite a few I, times today. Look, if you don't know what movie I'm talking about, look up Ryan Coogler. You'll figure it out. Um, the Coogler. Hashtag Coogler. Coogler. I mean, it's... Eh. Anyways, that's a whole other discussion. But no, Freebell Station's a great movie. Yeah. You got a throwaway um, science fiction movie with Tom Cruise and Morgan Freeman. And again, all that happens on Tom Cruise's interviews is he's talking about the stunts that he does. Like, literally. All the hosts ask him about it, what stunt he did. And all he talks about is what stunt he did. It's oblivion. Well, that's you know every every Mission Impossible movie that comes out, they're talking about the stunt of that movie. Like, well, you know, yeah. did you really know he hung off the airplane? <laughs> like, okay, how's the movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You tried to jump off what? You broke your leg? What? Okay, buy a ticket. Okay. I don't know. He's I mean, got a lot I'm of not power, man. I he's like got the a lot Mission of power. Movie, Except but... for, if you look at the movies he's made lately, have any of them been good? Have any of them made any money? Like, I really don't get it. Like, he's still top dog, and and. He's not making Top Gun 2 anytime soon, but he's still top dog running around the playground. He's starting to get into that spot where, like, he's still kind of marketable, like, mm-hmm. but his movies have to have lower budgets or lower. Like, you notice... What I'm happy like, about yes. is he's finally starting to look his age. Like, he's right. finally aging. I'm like, oh, he ran... This, this is a phrase from Silicon Valley, but I think Tom Cruise finally ran out of Blood Boys. You know? <laughs> yes. And that's why he's aging. He doesn't have a Blood Boy contract right now. Um, um, everybody yeah. go watch Silicon Valley, find out what a Blood Boy is. It makes perfect sense, though. I mean, like, 
You realize that, right? If you engage in some kind of level of vampirism, like if you had um, monthly, bi-monthly, or every six months you got new blood, you would not age as fast and your organs would not break down as fast. And if you had better blood with stronger cells than you currently have in your own body, you'd be fucking killing it. Like fucking um, Lance Armstrong, I don't know how he figured this out. But that's what he did when he was getting sick or something. He had them put all his blood away with his drugs that he was taking. You know about this, right? No. I mean, of course I know about it. So he was taking these cocktails that were, were like really in like super blood, basically like super blood packs of some kind. It sounds fucking, it sounds fucking crazy, (laughs) but but he took these things that were like super blood packs and and that's how he's fucking, he killed it with the French bike races. What's funny is, the Lance Armstrong thing, I I just wonder like, was he so angry that the French were so good at riding bicycles? He's like, I got to fucking win no matter what. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, Honestly, it seems like everybody dopes, like, um... Oh, dude, every... Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I will Like, just watch the movie Icarus on Netflix. It just won Best Documentary. Um, that'll tell you everything you need to know. We don't need to go down another side discussion. <laughs> but yes, everybody dopes, basically. Um, let's see. Ah, shit. Before Midnight, that's a David movie. That is definitely a David movie. Because uh, I love me some Richard Linklater. It's the third one or second one or I don't know. The third one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not for everybody, but I mean, I, I enjoy those movies. Um, they're, especially as I get older, I mean, obviously I'm not at the age of these guys, so I still have some stuff to look forward to, but like, eh. I don't you just, you, I, now that I've been in a relationship for more than like a year or two, like, okay, I get, I get some of that shit. What are you looking forward to, Dave? Uh, oh. Stuff and things. <laughs> Direct quote. Stuff and things. Wow. If uh, I wasn't going to call the episode movies from 2013, stuff and things would be fucking awesome. <laughs> here, here's a movie that I don't know if I've ever heard you talk about, but I, I fucking love it, and a lot of people didn't. Um, Elysium. Oh, it's on here. Uh, I like Elysium too. I, I'm like all about Neil Blomkamp fucking sci-fi right now. I, I, but those are all connected. They exist like in their own little micro universe. Do like, they really? Yeah, the technology is the same. The, the cities and locations are the same. Like they feature like the same technology. Um, well, I know they're well, very because, connected. Like, he, he has like this i i don't know how else to describe it but like dirty garbage technology for lack of a better term dirty future well well, yeah like it looks like everything in the movie like the the uh i can't remember the name of it but basically the mecha skeleton or uh, exoskeleton that they put on his back like it looks like he's gonna get an infection so (laughs) it looks like he's gonna get an infection though like watch watch any of those movies like anytime they attach a like an exoskeleton or a something or another i just feel like oh my god they're gonna get gangrene um and i like i fucking love chappie like that movie got its ass handed to it by like critics his, and it did his accident yeah, chappie's cool his accident in elysium that puts him in the, yeah 
The accident that puts them in the exoskeleton in Elysium is fucking nuts, dude. To watch somebody go through essentially a giant microwave is fucking intense. Um, Ender's Game based on a book. I don't know if you saw the movie. It's not bad. I didn't. Uh, nah. Kid playing War Games. Um, that's a real war. Uh, Anchorman 2 has a pet shark. Yeah, I you know I gotta go back as, as a fan of, right like, of the original. Um, I gotta go back and re- I don't remember the second one too much. Like it's not as memorable. Oh yeah, okay. Like it felt like it felt just like a greatest hits. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, here's a movie that is um, it feels like uh, five easy pieces. Is uh, Nebraska? You, did you see that one? I like Nebraska. I figured that'd like, be on it your feels list like somewhere. It in the same world, but 30 years later, or 40 years. Yeah, so the, um, what's the general conceit of this? The dad wants to impress his uh, family members by pretending to have won the lottery? No, he's got dementia, and he thinks he's won the lottery. Oh, yeah, but it's not in the lottery. It's like one of those fake checks that come in the mail, like an advertisement, right? So you're a winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what, if you really break it down, like, spoiler alert, because um, I'm sure not everybody's seen this movie, but, spoiler alert again, the end of this movie, his son actually gets him to the destination of where the the postcard or whatever, you're the big winner, uh, somewhere in Nebraska, mm. and the woman just gives him a cheap hat <laughs> and something, and like, oh, here you go, your prize, and the son looks at her and is like, well, how often does this happen? She's like... Oh, it happens like a few times a month. So like that wow. just tells, like it's the saddest ending to like what's a really pretty funny movie. Yeah, but then he takes like, out like a truck on his credit card so his dad can have one day of like pride or something. Like he drives a giant truck. Yes, because he rides down the uh, yeah. the road on Main Street. And then all his old friends think he actually won or whatever. Oh, that's good. Uh, why did why did. Rachel McAdams starred in another fucking time travel movie. She was in The Time Traveler's Wife, which is an interesting movie. And it's interesting because in that movie, time travel is like a genetic defect. But in this movie about time, is it Donald Gleason uh, who's playing the fucking... Movie, what? I fucking love that movie. Did you see it? About time? Yeah. I've watched about 45 minutes of it. That's all you could get out, or was it just a matter of you didn't finish it because you had a, something else going on? Or yeah, there was stuff going it? on at the time I tried to watch it. Like, it had just come out for rental, and I just, I didn't finish it. Um, well, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, have, I have a soft spot for that movie. Like, it's it's a ridiculous concept that, that you know, it's... Um, it, it mixes basically a romantic comedy with, a like, a, just the... Back, a time travel movie, but it fucking works. Hmm. Well, I guess it's already a genre because, like you said, time traveler's wife. But like, they don't go. It's not. It's not a movie that like relies on science. It's not really a. You know, it just says like, yeah. hey, you have this ability to go back in time, make it count. <laughs> you know, so um, hmm. I don't know, man. I've got a soft spot for the like the time travel movies that are more about like putting things right versus like I'm gonna go. Fucking, I'm gonna go fuck with the Romans. Hey, Romans! <laughs> I don't know. I, I Although, think about time travel. Be, I think that about could be time. Our next script, John, the time travel movie where we go back and just like, hey, Romans. 
Well, sorry, I didn't. It's no sense. Don't take this as sacrilegious, but my my idea of concept for a freaking time travel movie is like a guy goes back and and you know, well, one of them is Judas, one of them becomes Judas, one of them becomes Christ, and like it's this it's this fucking Ponzi scheme, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh. But I, because I just think like greatest public relations ever. <laughs> like, um, you were talking about Insidious earlier. Insidious Chapter Two came out in 2013. Uh, uh, um, yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't, I don't hate those movies, but like, I, I don't have a great love for them either. I actually like this other movie, Mama, that came out as opposed to Insidious Two. You see that yeah, one? The girls in the woods, and like, there's a dead mother trying to take care of them, and then the kids have to eat the moths. I don't know. It's fucking. Um. um this was this. Believe me, I was the last person that would have imagined to actually enjoy this movie. But uh, and talk about like a rip off. Um, this is kind of like very dumb Scorsese or, uh, but Pain and Gain. Did you see I that one? I haven't gotten that yet. I just bought that for three dollars at a Walmart. I love that movie. It's <laughs> it's it's you know what like. I, I'm oh, not, yeah. I, you know, like, I don't need to keep shitting on Michael Bay like everybody else on the internet will do that, but, like, I like Painting Game. Like, it's just, it was dumb fun. Um, oh, man. Uh, you know, they say it was based on a true story. Yeah, that's what I wondered. Did the guy really do this? Did the, did the guy really, like, kidnap a guy and, and, like, commit grand larceny? And did he really run a gym? Like, I wonder all that stuff, but it's a good movie. Um, yeah, like I, I would. They say it's based on a true story. Obviously, there's going to be some elements that are true, but yeah, just See, watch I, it. I think you're going to. I think you're going to jump into War of the Millers. I think you're going to bring that up. Like, that was like a big. Uh, what's that? Again, I said I like that one too. Like it's yeah. just you know sometimes I just want a dumb comedy and that fit the bill at the time. <laughs> I don't really have a a great movie to end on. I mean, I think. Um, what do you mean? You're not going to talk about G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, oh. I really love American Hustle, so it might have been my favorite movie of the, the whole year, honestly. Um, Which one? The, the Purge came out then, too, but I, American Hustle's probably m- might be my favorite movie of that year. Um, but Warm Bodies, a zombie romantic comedy came out. Uh. Now, you didn't like it? Oh, fuck. I hated that movie. Oh, well, I guess it's not going to end on a high note. Dave says he's fuck that movie. Um, oh, I mean, it, um, I'm trying to see, like, there's... Oh, here's uh, maybe uh, The Spectacular Now. Did you see that one? Nope. That's bad. That was like uh, Dude, the, the, mod- the modern shit. saying anything. The highest grossing movie of 2013 was Frozen. That makes sense. That's fucking... That's sad. <laughs> That's really sad. Just, John, just let it go. I can't let that fucking... Apparently Josh your kid, have your kids not tortured you with that movie? What? What's that? I said, have your kids not tortured you with that movie? We saw it in the movie theaters. Let's see. Uh, I like Blue Jasmine. Oh, we, uh, we no longer speak about... Um, what's his name? Yeah. Um, Spring Breakers. I like that movie. I did not. Um, 
Let's see. Hangover Part 3 came out in 2013? Yeah, but doesn't that say at all you had to question it? Doesn't that just say that it's forgettable? It is forgettable, except it's basically Hangover Part 2, but they just, like, did a rewrite. That's basically what it feels like. This is what Part 2 should have been, but they didn't quite get it in Part 2, but now, and now here you go, you know? Like, that's a trilogy that's only one movie in my mind. Like, I, if I ever go back and watch them, it's just going to be the original, and that's it. Oh, shit. The Heat came out? Although, I fucking hate Paul Feig. I just, like... He, I think he's overrated. He's, like, so fortunate that he has a fucking career. I don't know. Like, I think he gloms on to people that are actually creative and fucking takes all the credit. I Like, he's not funny. I don't know where the fuck he came from. Like, I, I fucking hate that guy. I really fucking hate him. Uh, I, well, hey, to each their own. I, I actually like <laughs> this with the, Although I fucking... Uh, and no, not because they're women. I was actually rooting for it, but no, I did not like the new uh, Ghostbusters. Well, there's parts... It was okay. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I struggle with that movie because it's just not good. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, not, wait, wait, wait. Not, there's other movies that came out that we didn't even... I didn't even fucking mention. Philomena came um, out. Which one? Philomena. About the lady trying to find her mom or whatever? That's a good movie. I like that movie. Holy shit. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club? I forgot. Well, I got like two best actors or two best, uh, yeah, actors out of that. The American Old Boy came out? Which actually, now, I'm not going to say it holds a candle to the original, but on its own, it wasn't that bad of a movie, honestly. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... It didn't fuck it up like it didn't fuck it up like you expected it to. Out of the Furnace came out. I like that movie where he hears and Christian Bill. I didn't care for that one. I no? just found it very boring. Oh shit. We made a we made a fucking comedy sketch about this movie. It came out in fucking 2013. Her. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh shit. Holy shit. It's pretty I sexy, folks. If you want to see Dave portraying is it called him? What did we call it? Burr? Oh, we called it Burr. That's right. Logic the bite. It gets awkward. Me and Dave had to have a beer after that shoot because it got a little, got a little, <laughs> got a little intimate. <laughs> uh, here's a movie. I'll be honest. I forgot about this movie, but I really liked it at the time. Um, Don John. With uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That was like, that was kind of like in one eye and out the other. Like I didn't mind it watching it, but it's not anything I'm gonna go back to. I got a soupy, like a super guilty pleasure popcorn movie that you know there's no respect for liking this movie, but I just do, and I even bought the Blu-ray. Forty Seven Ronin, Keanu Reeves. He's some slave to some samurai, and then he joins the Forty Seven Ronin, and they go on a little quest. They fight some monsters. You you seen the forty seven runner? No, I didn't see that All one. Right. All right, we know what to put on Dave's Christmas list. Forty seven runner. And yet, and you, and yet, well, you know what? I think that's like uh, you you have forty seven Ronin. I have John Wick because I know you're not a fan of those movies. Yeah, I don't like John Wick at all. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Again, they're they're not serious. They're just fun movies. I mean, you know, you can't. Yeah. You're not supposed to take them too seriously. It's going to be a TV show now, supposedly. You know, if they could... I could buy that. I mean... 
I think what's his name is at least going to be in the first one, but I don't know what happens after that. Like, uh, Keanu Reeves is supposed to be involved in the TV show somehow. But, you know, they, but that's kind of easy because even if it's not John Wick as a central character, they, like, built a world in that movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, you could, I think that you could easily branch that off. You know what I wanted from him was a couple more Constantine movies. Like, his Constantine's not bad. It's definitely not Constantine from the comics, from the Hellblazer comics, but they have a TV version of Constantine that's more closer related to the character in the comics, but watching Keanu Reeves kill some demons, that was fucking cool. Did you ever see that? Constantly? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I remember actually kind of liking that movie. Yeah, so like, do I. But then, like, oh, it, I don't know what justifies a sequel and what doesn't, because sometimes they make sequels in movies that don't fucking deserve them and don't make any money, so what's the point? But, I don't know. I guess they couldn't well, justify making part two to that, I don't know. I, I, I will say, I don't remember that entire movie, but, like, um... The makeup on the final bad guy played by Gavin Rosdale, like, there was... I seem to remember, like, they went all out on the makeup on that one, where, like, his face was, like, oozing and just that stuck true, out of my head. That's true, but they went, they went cheap on some of the CGI, and it definitely doesn't hold up, so. No, but I if I haven't watched it in years, but I want to, I want to remember, like, they put some effort into that, the bad well, guy's makeup at the end. They put a lot of effort into the mythology, too, and also the dogmatic law, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And you were raised Catholic, right? I think we said that on the show before, so it's not really a secret, but they paid a lot of attention to, like, some really traditional shit, you know? Like, well, exorcism only, type shit. Yeah, the only thing I seem to remember hating about that movie was, um, the Shia LaBeouf, like, just a little... Oh, God, he's now, he's now making a movie about himself. He's playing his father, and he just cast an actor to play him. Like, he's making a movie about his nervous breakdown or whatever. You know, I don't know. I, I totally don't hate that guy, though. <laughs> I don't like I'm not going to say I love him, but like I don't I don't totally hate him either. Yeah. Talking about crazy. Have you heard about the show called The Alienist about trying to catch a serial killer like in the 19th century or whatever? Or the early uh-huh. 20th century? You haven't heard about this show? Holy no, no, I hold on. Take that back. No, I have heard of that, but I, I've only seen like a oh, poster. I've never dude, I know it's fucking it's fucking twisted. They're like, there's a guy who takes kids to his castle in the sky, quote, castle in the sky, and he's got, like, a silver smile, so they're talking about a guy with, like, some kind of weird facial thing happening, and, like, he, like, is cutting off their body parts, and, like, it's, like, worse than Jack the Ripper stuff, but obviously it's not based on anything in particular, it's just, like, and, like, the city's trying to cover it up because they think he's, like, the son of a somebody, they, at first they think he's, like, a rich kid, and the, the whole city's covering it up, but... The police did cover it up only because they couldn't solve it. They were, like, inept, so they just covered it up. But he's been, like, stalking the city and, like, killing people for, like, 15 years or something. And they, like, and it's like a miniseries, right? Um, hmm. It's just interesting because I guess they said that they used to have this theory that people that had certain things, issues, psychologically, were alienated from other people. So alienists would be the specialists that studied them. It's a weird term, but the show is actually pretty... It's one of those, it's like, oh, don't get hooked, don't get hooked, and then you're fucking hooked, you know? Like, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I maybe mean, I'll have to wait till I carve time in between all the, like, 50 million other things that I'm, like, in the middle of or starting. <laughs> Too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm, these days I'm falling asleep in the bathtub with an iPhone. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Like my, I'm two steps away from that. I've been actually like soaking in the tub lately, watching, <laughs> watching stuff on my phone. So like, I haven't fallen asleep yet, dude. I put this iPhone SE into water twice, like in days, and I, it's still ticking. Oh, you know, it's well, obviously it's still ticking, so it's not. Uh, do you have, by any strange chance, do you have a, a vacuum sealer? What do you mean? Like uh, those kitchen devices that vacuum seal, like no, uh, why? Uh, just because there was like a, a hack we saw, because we actually have a vacuum sealer, and there's like a uh, there's a life hack where you can if you seal them, uh, if you do uh, the sealomatic whatever, I can't even think of the proper name of them, but uh, the vacuum seal bags. Yeah. Uh, you can act, they're actually sit, they're waterproof, and you can still like swipe and do all that shit with your phone or tablet. And it's waterproof. What the fuck? So, like, if you sealed it before you go take a shower or, excuse me, a, a tub bath, yeah, and I if mean, you dunk it in, it'll be safe. I thought I was going to die in a car accident. I might fucking die falling asleep in the fucking tub. <laughs> you know what I mean? I might just die in the tub. Oh, my God. There's your next, next skit right there. It's just you falling asleep and just, like, the fright, <laughs> or not, excuse me, not Friday, the Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy's glove just comes up. Oh, man. That's how uh, Heather Lingenkamp almost died in the first one. Oh, shit. The prop almost killed her? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, I just, I can't remember her character's name. And I know I should feel ashamed not remembering the main character's name from Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, so now make Nick feel guilty for not being on this episode. We gotta make him feel guilty. Oh, I was asking you to. I was trying to prompt you to fucking tease him. Oh, um, uh, Neener, 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 Nick, you're not on, and I am. Wow. I'm not good at taunts. Oh, dang. Well, I guess he's gonna eat you alive next time. I guess I could bring out my inner um, rotten Mondo Man, Ron D. Savage. I don't know. Oh. I don't even know if he was a bad guy or not. I'm going to say inner Davy after they took his lunch money one too many times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. Come on. That's easy. <laughs> um, this episode uh, was sponsored by... We need a new fucking sponsor because I don't do real commercials. Well, I do real commercials, but people, I guess, are getting mad at me that I'm making fun of their products. Uh... But I never guaranteed them that I wouldn't make fun of them, so it's kind of a gray well, area. Like, well, who 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 was who was upset you were messing with their product or talking shit about their products? Oh, we can't go into those details, David. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, I just mean in general. I don't have any good examples right now. Oh, uh, actually, uh, Audible Audible dot com. Like the does Amazon own them now? The audiobook company, they were the first ones. They sent me, like, a cease and desist fucking email. That was years ago. <laughs> that was fucking years ago. So, <laughs> I mean, I have a deal with them, but that, like, they did not like how I was telling commercials about Corey Feldman, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we're talking old school shit. We're talking to episodes from, like, fucking years. I mean, this thing started in 2000 fucking... Holy shit, Dave. It, didn't it start in 2013? I don't know, did it? 
It might have. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that why you chose that year? I have no idea. I have no idea why I picked that year. I just wanted a theme. I wanted to come up with an institution. We had to do something. Wow. What did I say we were going to call this? Was there something you said like half an hour ago? <laughs> I don't remember. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, stuff and things. What are you gonna do? You're gonna. What are you looking forward to? Stuff and things. All right. (laughs) We need an ending. We gotta wrap it up. Um. Uh. Well. Uh. Go see Annihilation. It was cool. God damn it! It's Invasion of the Pot. It's a fucking Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh man! Fuck! Fuck that movie.